Welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast for the week of June 30th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, with me as always, Filtercord. What's up, gamers? All right, we also have Goody <laughs> and Johnny with us this week. What's up, guys? Hey, yo. Hey, how's it going? It is going. We are whittling this down as we get closer to 150. Um, I, I really feel like the what we've been playing section is getting smaller and smaller. Um, yeah. And uh, our, our news section is staying roughly the same. So, you know, looking at that, uh, you know, moving forward, like I said, again, just as a reminder, we'll be pushing out probably the what we've been playing section. Uh, more to focus on the games releasing, all of your freebies and monthlies, and then uh, the weekly news. Um, probably moving that... Uh, what we've been playing section elsewhere, you know, like a second show of some of sorts, or uh, we're still working on that. But uh, with that, since we're still sticking to the standard format, um, uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, Filter and I will start uh, as we've still been continuing to play Last of Us Part Two. Right, right. So I've gotten. Uh, hmm. How about I spoil this? Uh huh. I'm a, more than halfway through the game. Let's say that. It's possibly somewhere between the two-thirds mark and three-quarter mark, I guess. So I'll definitely be done within... Um, before we get to record the next show, I'll, I'll certainly be done by then. So For sure. So Probably uh, sometime maybe later in this week, uh, we might get together and put out a spoiler show. Yeah. Uh, just between the two of us, maybe. But um, Well, I might have someone that can join us. I was speaking to Andreas, and uh, Ooh, that he, be yeah, he, um, he said now that the uh, snipers are off of him, yeah, he and the NDA is cleared, he can talk about it mm. freely. Um, so yeah. he, should be, he should be free to join us for an hour or so. Um, or even Yan. Uh, you know, one of those yeah. two would be really good. Uh, so you know, something will talk a little bit more about and, and get going. Um, there was a spot that I wanted you to get to during technically last week's show, uh, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what that was. <clears throat> there were there was a change that I, I felt like was going to happen that I was <laughs> anticipating, and I don't remember what that is now. <laughs> cool. Like, uh, about your feelings. So, I mean, how, how, how do you feel about the game, uh, you know, up where you're at now? Has it changed yeah, at all? Um, it's still definitely doing something that is, I, I think as we kind of talked about before, this is about, in a lot of ways, it's about the like shattering of, like this is, I, I'm kind of concerned that there might be a Last of Us 3, which obviously I haven't gotten to the end, so, you know, that's going to alter that. But it very much feels like the shattering of the Fellowship type of thing, where like, they built up this crew of two people, basically, and then... Um, in the first game, and then, you know, they, they kind of get set up in, like, a community, and there's, like, you know, they have their own, like, survival shit going on and everything, and that's really interesting. And in this game, they're like, what if everything was horribly bad, though? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, this feels like... It feels extremely, like, Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know who is yeah. going to uh, survive, who's going to come into the fray. Um, yeah. And, you know, even some of the things that you can do are really cool. I think one of my favorite things to do is to try to use the environment to do as little as I possibly can mm-hmm. during any sort of skirmish. So, um, like, I really like finding, okay, there are enemies that are hunting me with guns, and then there are uh, infected. 
Okay, right. I'm gonna break a bottle over here by the guys with guns, and they're gonna like look over, but it'll also draw the infected. Yeah, the environmental stuff, I think they did a really good job on, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Um, which is something that was kind of hit or miss, I think, in the previous game. Mm -hmm. um, again, I'm, I'm having, uh, I don't know, I'm having a lot of issues still with, like, getting the game to, like, tell me where to go. Which is, like, it's just not really acceptable in a modern game to not, like, I know it was kind of became a joke with, like, um, games like Uncharted where it's like, oh, where's the yellow ledge? That's where I need to go. Yeah. But, like, that is really useful in a game where they want you to be moving around and doing shit the whole time. So yeah. I to mean, not do that is really weird. Yeah, these guys really do um, have, like... It, and I, I don't remember the first one being such a violently open environment. Yeah, it's definitely... It's, it's a lot more um, closed off, I guess the first game is yeah um it, it, it didn't have as much as that you could do even if you wanted to right right um but it is really weird how they yeah uh, it's, are you it's tough to figure out what you're doing are you utilizing any of the tools as well are you using like uh explosives or smoke bombs or anything like that have you been using that or have you mostly yeah. just been sneaking and um so my i don't know why but for some reason i'm horrible at sneaking Oh, okay. So, um, I, like, I'm still doing a lot of stuff that would have worked in the original game, but does not work now. Sure. And, like, I don't, I'm just constantly being an idiot, basically. Uh, but, like, I'll try to... I think I'm starting to really get it, because you can do, the, like, the full, like, army crawl, like, lay down in this game. And that is, like, really powerful. If there is absolutely anything obscuring in the environment, that you can use that. Yeah. So, I've been doing that a lot. Um, and that's and you can shoot from better. that position, and you can shoot from that position. So you can pop arrows. You can, you know, if you have a silence pistol or something, um, you can you can utilize some pretty cool mechanics there, I guess. But um, I don't know. I, it, like, I think the um, the AI is kind of strange. I, I, I guess I don't super understand the AI the way that I did in the first game. Mm -hmm. So because of that. I do a lot more while I'll, like, I'll just set myself up for a really good position, and then I'll just go loud. So, like, a lot of what I do is I hide behind something, I wait for somebody to get close to me, then I grab them and use them as a human shield and kill two of their friends, and then I execute them. So that's, like, my go-to. And then I, like, run and hide, reestablish cover, do that loop again. Hmm. So I'm, I typically am running low on ammo. <laughs> um, I'm having to swap weapons in mid-fight a lot. But I just can't, like, even with the sped up uh, stealth kills and everything, I just can't, like, get set up to do a full stealth clear. Which is weird, because you can play this game killing very few people, apparently. Like, you can stealth through the majority of the environments, and I've seen people doing playthroughs where they try to do minimal number of kills. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting. Apparently, you can play through the whole game and only kill, like, five people. Hmm. And one dog. So it's oh. like super interesting and it's i it's kind of like dishonored like i just cannot do that like right right i mean i'm not good enough i don't have the patience yeah it i i, I don't know about the whole like i i know i would not enjoy the stealth kill uh, or the yeah. non-kill like the, the, the full stealth play the ghost run. yeah yeah um the assassin assassinating is too fun like 
That's like taking well, the main mechanic really cool out of the game. Yeah, well, that was very true, uh, again, to compare it to Dishonored. Dishonored has, like, amazing combat that you can set up. And you can get these crazy kills. You can do, like, chaining deaths between multiple enemies. So, like, if one guy dies, it'll kill the, like, three people that he's chained to. You can transform into a rat and, like, climb into a guy's ass and kill him. Like, it's so cool. Yeah, you, you get you get crazy powers and stuff. That's, yeah. that's the that's but then cool it's thing like, about Dishonored. If you want to play this game the, the canonical good way, you have to not ever kill anybody. It's like, okay... <laughs> It's like, I guess I'm getting the bad ending, because I want to have fun. Right. So it's very strange. I don't know, I, I, I really like the stealth. Um, like, I can usually clear an entire area, but the second playthrough, fucking full yeah. bananas. Like, I'm yep. using explosives, I'm setting traps. Um, I'm, I'm really bad at using the trap. That's the uh, one the, item that I can't figure out. Like, I did, uh, when we started the, the, vi the live video here, there was a spot where... Um, Ellie, it was when they teach you about your scent, where a dog can track your scent. Yeah. And you run through a door and you close the door and the guy's like, oh, do you have, like, you know, do you have a, um, like, did you pick up on something? And the dog, like, barks. Um, on the other side of that door, I set an explosive. Jesus. And I walked completely around. And by the time they opened that door, I already had the other guy that was at the front. And I had killed him, and I watched them open the door from the other side, and just got hosed with blood. Jesus. It just, it, it, there wasn't even a body. It was horrifying. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's, like, you can get some really, like, the game is really good at being cinematic. Like, when you kill an enemy, they almost always die in, like, a really cool cinematic pose. Yeah. Which is, like, dope. Like, I've, I've done stuff, and it's, like, it's really gory, and, like, I've done stuff where you, like, shoot somebody, and there's, like a spray of blood behind where their head was on the wall. Yes. And it stays there throughout the rest of the level. And it's like, this is awesome. Like, it, it, they've done a great job of it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, and um, it's, but yeah, the, there's the littler stuff. Like, this game is, like, awesome. The graphics are amazing. There's these great cinematic moments. And then you get lost for, like, 15 minutes running in circles because you don't know where to go next. Yeah. And it's like... It's really rough. I mean, if you've been if you've been lost long enough, they kind of point you in a direction. They're like, "Hey, look yeah. at this." Um, yeah. It does take it does take. Like it really takes so. you out of the flow. Yeah. Um, I like when I went through my first playthrough. I didn't have that problem too much. Um, mm -hmm. Like I, I felt like I was ushered really well. Like I followed the flow of pretty much everything. Um, mm -hmm. But I can definitely see what like what you're talking about there. Yeah. Yeah, because there's some big environments, much bigger than the first yeah. one. Especially right out of the gate, um, you get a like a map, and they're like, yeah, go have fun, go explore these places. And you're like, just kind of mm -hmm. checking them off the old list. Um, I actually wish there would have been more of that kind of like um, Lost Legacy style, like hub and spokes exploration. It's not open mm -hmm. world, but it you know a nice little zone to fuck around in. Yeah, yeah, there's some points um, that need to be had to be able to progress. So Right. Yeah. They do a really uh, that would have been the the first yeah. section of that is amazing. I guess I don't know if there's another one, but I've heard that there's not. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would really like to see um, you know with whatever they do next. Like I, I would prefer them to have a mm. like another new like original property. Um, mm. Yeah, for sure. And I, I would I would like to see more of that. I would like to see them explore that um, you know that gameplay mechanic of like. Let's give it, a, you know, a small open world. You know, kind of give someone enough, like, rope to hang themselves with. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, it, it's it's really it's really good. And god damn it though. Like everything that they do is like surprising. Like I, I we just watched um Ellie shoot someone with a bow. And that arrow stuck in their fucking forehead. And it yeah. was like so perfect. Like when their body spun, you know, the arrow followed. There wasn't any like waver of it. It's they do a they do a really really good job at um you know making this believable yeah so um but yeah it's uh i I think um a story mode this next week is a definitely a good idea so um you guys stick around for that and we'll uh get something going there hopefully with some extra guests for sure cool and the only other person that has really been playing anything i know goody you played destiny with me a little bit but work's been crazy for you so you haven't been playing too much yeah i haven't really touched anything but that and destiny's destiny nothing new going on right right uh but johnny you're still messing around with some of the um some of the classics i guess yeah yeah i'm still going through a lot of my backlog and uh i was having a really bad day uh, a couple days ago and I started thinking that uh, I needed to do something to take my mind off of it, and uh, I jumped back into an old standby, um, and I started playing the original Final Fantasy again. Um, for some reason, those games are always my go-tos, uh, the, the old Nintendo and Super Nintendo ones. Whenever I'm having a bad time, I can just zone out and start playing, and I actually started streaming uh, my playthrough of Final Fantasy One for the Nintendo. Um, I forgot how absolutely broken the game is, and how tedious things can be in it, but that's also part of its charm. Um, it, it was one of those games that shaped a lot of what we see out there today. It's yeah. just nothing in it worked as intended. Um, <laughs> anyone that doesn't know, most character classes, most weapons, most spells, most stats are just meaningless in the game. It was poorly <laughs> coded and completely broken, but that made it so good. Um, nothing like mashing the A button for five whole minutes just to buy potions because you can't buy more than one item at a time. Uh, nothing like spending three hours grinding mm. to get one or two levels out before you can go into the next area and not get slaughtered. Um, but yeah, it's still a super fun game. Um, especially having people to talk to while playing it, um, when I'm streaming, it's been super fun. Um, and uh, that kind of motivated me through the next foreseeable future, I guess. I'm going to try to marathon through every Final Fantasy game. It's going to be a lot of time spent and a lot of work put in, but I think it'll be super fun and super worth it because I forgot how much I absolutely love this series from the bottom up. For sure. Um, And if you guys are interested, I'll actually drop his, uh, um, his Twitch right in the comments here um so you guys can you know go follow him catch him when he's live um and you know all that jazz thanks yeah i'm trying to get a couple hours uh i'm trying to get a couple hours a day at least a few days a weekend um time has been kind of sporadic on it but even last night i played for about three hours and really didn't accomplish a lot in the game but I'm remembering that a lot of these older games like this, the way the pacing is on them is kind of a nightmare if, if you do know what you're doing. 
because you're cutting out a lot of the exploration when you already know and the natural level progression that happens when you're exploring uh, in an old RPG like this is a lot better. Um, For those that never played the original Final Fantasy, I am playing the Nintendo version where it doesn't have a magic point system like newer RPGs do. It's it's a, a classic like D and D style spell casts per day um, mm-hmm. setup, so you know you, you can't go in and calculate out how many magic points you have to cast cure spells around your entire team. You have like five level one spells you can cast a day before you have to go rest in an inn, things like that. So, um, for anyone that's out there that's spoiled by current RPGs, uh, it's it really takes you back playing an old one like this, especially with the intended purposes that are in there but also just how broken it is it's it's super fun and every one of these games is just so different and i've always played them and i figured yeah i'm in my 30s now i kind of want to see if i can get through all of them before i die <laughs> i mean you won't because they're going to release 19 more by the time you get yeah, through yeah. yeah hey as long as we're around by the time final fantasy 30 comes out as long as they're still using roman numerals i would That'd love to play final fantasy triple x I'm trying to make it to Final Fantasy 69, but I'm not hopeful. Well, the, the the games are getting spaced out a lot further at this point. So I mean, it took us like what 20 years to get Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. So yeah. let's uh, let's start it as a different game. To get 16. Oh man, it started as Final Fantasy 13 versus, versus 9 2100. It's mode. It's fun. It's it's wild. It days over too. Yeah. It's wild. Thank God it looks like uh, the Kingdom Hearts games have taken over the weird naming and crazy convoluted story. Final right. Fantasy is just okay with everything being different. Yeah. Unless there are real sequels, which have happened a couple times. So it does. Yeah. it is kind of starting to paint a picture the last few weeks of having you on the show, showing what you've been playing and what you've been doing. Pretty much nothing new. Like, nothing really modern. Mostly it's been like, yeah. oh yeah. yeah I, I mean, you I, know, indie games, but... I have yeah. this big problem where I want to play everything, but mm. I have such a huge backlog and I've got to start grinding through it. It's just like you guys have been playing The Last of Us 2. That's installed on my PS4. It's sitting there waiting for me. But having the time to sit down and get through it has, and, and to even start it has been a nightmare for me. But I feel like these older games like this that I've played before and just ones that I don't have to be nearly as involved in, I can jump in and play without really feeling pressured. And... Mm. uh yeah. A lot of the newer ones, I feel like I'm going to start playing them, and I'm going to start having a good time and start talking to somebody about it, and then something's going to get spoiled for me by complete mm. accident, and uh, I know that's not going to happen with games that are 30 years old, so... Yeah, that's true. I'm just, I'm big into RPGs, I'm big into retro stuff, it's just kind of, from a mental health standpoint, is what I grew up on, so it's it's yeah. that safety net for me. I still love a lot of newer stuff. I'm really excited for a lot of the newer games that are coming out. I just dropped a ton of money on a bunch of new games, but I still have a bunch of sealed games sitting right next to me that I'm waiting for a good time to play through as well. Um, I think that the next new game I'm definitely going to spend time on, like we've talked about before, is probably going to be Cyberpunk. I'm looking really forward to that, to, to mm-hmm. be able to sit down and and experience that huge open world with everybody the day it comes out. Mm-hmm. But for now uh it's i don't know for me retro games are that comfort food that everybody has that just it's it's like grandma's cookies they just feel really good right yeah yeah and i was talking to i was talking to goody about this yesterday and he's like 
I'm not really rushed to play something new like The Last of Us, especially The Last of Us. Not something new, but something like The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, he's like just in the current environment, the current climate that we're in. Yeah, and look, I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, there's something about Last of Us. I was just like, I don't know if I want to play that right now. It's a little, little too real. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the last something I've heard of. A lot the of last new game I played was Resident Evil Three, the remake. <laughs> and uh, that opening scene, man, that that opening scene where it is like a pandemic is happening, the city's on lockdown, there are protests and riots happening, cops have everything blocked off, and they're just zombies killing everything. Little intimidating, especially considering that came out right at the beginning of our quarantines. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I love to play uh, Resident Evil 3 and then read The Road by Cormac McCarthy and then watch the Stephen King miniseries, The Stand. And then watch CNN. Feeling very normal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's just some games are out there right now and they're really like, that game dropped at a weird time. And then, of course, The Last of Us 2, the, the way it is right now, yeah. like, Man, who would have ever thought that as much as we wanted to grow up and like live in a video game world, that this would That's be the, the one, one we, we got? Get. <laughs> yeah, I was asking for Mega Man for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, totally. I got this, but not like not American box art original Mega Man. Like <laughs> that's a nightmare. I mean, that would be me, but <laughs> that's funny. It, yeah, and that is interesting. I didn't think of that either. We have two like really big. It, like originally, uh, you know, Filter and I've been playing, been doing the show forever. The two people that we invite to the show as regular like people that are on here are both really big Mega Man fans. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I'm willing to give Mega Man a chance. I mean, I'm I'm looking over at my Mega Man headphones that have never been opened up. I'm looking over at all of my Mega Man Amiibo. I'm looking up at my arm cannon. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm looking at my Mega Man which, Funko cereal. Which arm cannon did uh, you get? The regular Mega Man? I, I, I was it. Yeah, yeah, I've got the regular one uh, I've had for a while. I picked up the Proto Man one. Wow. Yeah, nerds. Mm. We got people squaring off about <laughs> Mega Man collectibles. All right, let's I would, the I would take the Mega Man future <laughs> at, by far beyond our current cli- our current present. All right, so we're going back to just a two-man show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just, we're gonna have a side show. It's just gonna be Mega Man Showdown. I, I see your arm cannon, and I raise you a box of cereal. Oh shit! Mega I would be totally Manos. down on a Mega Man special. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I feel like we could just like play through the Mega Man games along with each other and and talk about them after every game, and it would be amazing. I'm down with doing that. And maybe that's a potential for a short right there or a short series. Okay, there it is. There you go. We found something. The Mammoth Games Inc. Podcast Network. <laughs> We've made it. We've done it, boys. All all three of our subscribers <laughs> coming soon. Grim, you're going to love this. <laughs> he doesn't like Mega Man, probably. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Grim, you're going to watch this. He's not going to love it. But he's, he's going to have to watch it. I tried to play Farming Simulator, the one that we got for free on uh, Xbox, and it, it's not for me. Yeah? Yeah, but didn't you, like, grow up in a major farming area? Uh, Toledo? He didn't. I did. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, a little bit outside me. of it. The only thing we're farming in Toledo is meth. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not uh, much, but tell, it's honest let work. Let me tell you something, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and that honest work comment. 
Oh, damn. We just ran people off the show, so that's Folks. awesome. I watched or, the numbers drop. Or brought in the GTA crowd. Oh, hey, okay, that's something. We All have right. lost the Toledo audience. Let's go ahead and jump into half of the monthly things that we usually talk about. We don't have the PlayStation Plus yet, yeah. but we do yeah. have Games with Gold. And may I say, the free games, the monthly free games continue to get worse. Yeah, speaking of Grand Theft Auto, uh, uh, it looks like we're going to be getting a, a, an almost yeah, Grand Theft so, Auto. Yeah, um, so it's going to be WRC 8 FIA World Rally Championship MIA F150 G2 25X9Z Alpha. Oh, sign me up. That's pretty Super exciting. Turbo Edition. Yo, can we add some more fucking words to this title, please? Uh, also getting... Actually, this is, could be cool. They had Dunk to words. shorten the name of the original title, and then they added a bunch of shit to it to make it the same well, you know like what's it would have been anyway. WRC is World Rally Championship. So why does it happen again? It's like WRC people go to the ATM machine. Yeah, you're right. This game is called MIA, Missing in Action. That's stupid. <laughs> it's it's kind of like when people go to the ATM machine. Oh, I'm going. To, I can't wait to go to the automated telling ATM machine. Uh, they also got Dunk Lords, which is what I just did to that title. Um, Saints Row Two, and unfortunately, I can't comment on Juju because I don't know what it is. Cartoony platformer. Whatever it is, it... it's not as good as uh, Tack and the Power of Juju. Probably, you, probably. You sure, it's not a spiritual sequel. I wonder if it's a spinoff. It is a cartoony. I don't platform. know, man. Didn't Nickelodeon try to make like a Tack? like animated movie or something like I, I'm looking at the titles mm -hmm. there and then I scroll down on the polygon page and I'm reading the info on and uh, for some reason my um, catered ad is for Charmin Ultra Soft so I see the really cute cartoony Damn. blue bear and now I'm going to associate that with Juju the entire time so what's weird is that like their whole conceit is that bears are like obsessed with shitting and wiping their ass hmm. why I never thought about that well, That's I mean, weird, right? people always ask if a bear shits in the woods, but is it because never the bear in the what happens after? Do they assume that the bear's fur is soft, and mm. therefore the toilet bear fur is soft? Pretty fucked up, if I remember. <laughs> have you ever wiped your ass with a bear? I did get raped by a bear. Does it have to be a? Never mind. <laughs> like like Borat's wife. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bear are we talking about? Because I I recall very hairy, but just very rough fur. One might say. One might call it fur. It's coarse. It's coarse. I'll tell you that much. Mm. It's it's coarse, of course. His beard was... What? What? So, moving on. Speaking of beards. <laughs> Alright, did we get through all of them? I don't recall. I yes. blacked out. Yeah, that yeah was we the, did. That was the monthlies. <laughs> yeah, that was um, it. That's all we got all right. so far. Uh, so, yeah, we got one whole game coming out. We're talking the week of June 30th to July 6th. Uh, Friday on July 3rd. Finally. We're seeing the slightly delayed, if I remember, it is. Uh, release of Iron Man VR. That was uh, Sony's, May, I believe. Originally. Yeah, this is, so this is uh, the first of a series of Avengers games that are going to be hitting. So after this, we have Squeenix's uh, Marvel's The Avengers, colon, Marvel's Avengers, um, which also has Iron Thor's Man. Thor's Revenge. That's exciting. Um, I want to get Hulk VR. Where you just destroy your living room? You're just huge and you destroy your living room and you kick your dog and you have to feel bad about it for like six months afterwards. I don't know if Iron Man VR is it. it I think it could have been pretty cool. Um, yeah, I just, if it was I, a launch title. I don't think that it can 
I, I don't think it can do what they want it to do. I don't think they put enough work in it to make it do what. Okay, so it there looks was like, it looks like Iron nothing's Man. going on. There was an Iron Man game that came out. It was like, of course, not VR. It was like a, a third person, and you're flying around. That was mm. pretty rad. I don't know if you guys ever checked that out, but just it was very you mean, much. You mean you know Anthem? How, what was that? <laughs> no, yeah, it was Anthem. It was actually closer to uh, Dragon Ball, the newer Dragon Ball game that came out. Boy. Where you could kind of fly around like that. The, I mean, say what you want about the game, but the flying mechanics were really good. Um, okay. I, I don't know. I just don't feel like this. You know, the, this? this is it, dog. Would you say that this ain't it, Chief? Is this? I would definitely say that. That could have stayed in the drafts. Yeah, let's go ahead and yeah, yeah, yeah. hop in. I'm seeing a lot of loading. Screens. This is it Superman sixty four, which flying through rings. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, I I feel like. This is a tech demo. <laughs> There's potential there for Iron Man. Like, it's... Definitely. It, I just... I know people that were so ready for this game and so excited, and then yeah. I know people that got complaints at their stores because of the delay. Like, the That's retail weird. employees had control over that delay happening. Like, yeah, just go burn first of all, in the back room. First of all, who, yeah, exactly. is, who wants Iron Man bad enough to be mad that the VR-only game got delayed a little while? Mm. Well, they bought during... the VR headset, and it's the only thing that's come out for it. Well, and you have to get the move controllers, the too. If they bought, the VR, if the they bought a VR oh, unit just because of Iron Man, they made a yeah. mistake. Uh, yeah, and that... So, essentially unplayable for that yeah, reason alone. I'm not into it. Can we get Tony yeah. Tony Stark VR instead? I just want to see his day-to-day Can life. we get Tony Hawk VR oh, instead? Hey. I wish. Yeah. Folks, you could, for you, could, you should text him. You could text Tony Hawk. His number is public on his, uh, on his Twitter and on his Instagram. Oh, my God. Hold on. He replies. He replies back to people. Yo, he might. He replies. Yeah, he'll reply via text. I mean, we got some time. We got a couple months before the game comes out. We could always hit him up. See if he wants to to hop in for a few minutes. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, but I wanted to play just like Iron Man, but he does the VO. All right, filter. You text Tony Hawk, and Mm -hmm. uh, and then we'll see where we're at by the end of the show. And go to you text Tony Stark. I'll do that. He replied and said. Uh, eat shit, piss boy. That doesn't sound like him. I have. No- I think you got the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you texted me. You got Jason oh, Dill. <laughs> you died. <laughs> Oops. Good he said, "Skate for or eat my ass, bitch." Huh. I like. I don't think so. All joking aside, the VR Tony Hawk... Tony Hawk. <laughs> Iron Man. Stuff. <laughs> oh, God, you guys are killing me today. I quit. No, the Iron Man stuff looks like. I don't know, it looks cool. I don't know if I would ever want to pay for it. Correct. It looks very tech demo-y. Um, apparently some of the people on the team behind it suffered from motion sickness problems really bad. So hmm. why they would be working on a VR game, I have no idea. Yeah. But they specifically wanted to make sure that this game wouldn't trigger motion sickness in the same way a lot of other VR games do. When it looks like it's going to be the ultimate game to do just that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I would love to try it if I still had a VR. Um, am I going to go out and buy a VR just to try this? No. no. If I get another VR, will I remember that I want to play this? Absolutely Also, not. probably not, yeah. <laughs> I mean, another part of the issue here is that we've essentially been confirmed, I believe it's been confirmed, that there is going to be a newer uh, PSVR model for the PlayStation 5. So, like, 
why would I go buy the old one that is there's going to be a better version of in like a couple well, months? Well, th- we know the new one's going to be com- we know the current one's going to be compatible with the PS5. Yeah, um, it's compatible, but it's like, hey, you can use your PS1 controller on this or you can use our most updated modern controller, which would you prefer? If that even changes, I mean, it, yeah. it could end up being the same where like their processing unit itself might end up changing but nothing else. Yeah, um, and, that's and what that's, happened with the last VRs. Yeah, and that's what's worrisome anyway, just because like people like there's so many people going back to uh you know just how things you know going over to how things run um my playstation is not having an issue running like last of us 2 some other people are just like yeah this thing sounds like it's about to explode yeah my my friend has to time his last of us 2 play sessions on his like original ps4 because he's not running on a pro i'm surprised it runs at all it, he said he has to time it because he had to he had to like set up a, a special way to keep his system cool. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But like the hardware definitely evolves and grows over time, but if you look at the VRs, um the original one was fine. It was neat. Um I worked for GameStop at the time and Sony gave me a free VR that year and that was the most awesome thing I got. I was like, "Oh, that's awesome. I want VR. That's going to be sweet." And then like Three weeks after they announced they're giving me a free VR, they revealed that the VR like version two was coming out, yep. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, now I see why you're doing that." Thanks. Uh, we had a uh, warehouse unit that was starting to get a little full, so we decided to uh, hand it out. <laughs> yeah, to and ship uh, some of these out. Thank you. And the the V two, the biggest difference was honestly that it just gave you the the H like the the four K pass through um, mm. that you didn't get on the first one. So. I was a little bummed about it. Um, I still played the crap out of the VR for the while I had it, and then I just lost interest because it's a lot of stuff to set up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I have and, mine like permanently. Like I, I permanently go through the cross through or whatever, and it's like I, I almost never use my PlayStation VR. It's really exclusively for um, like the very rare occasions that I'm like, uh, I kind of want to check out like Moss or like something. Resident Evil yeah, Children. that's that's kind of how it was for me. I had a folder of all digital VR games that I would play through once in a while. Yeah. Um, but then I found myself in the same problem where I'd boot it up and look at all the games I had and Oops, play a go. cheap indie game and play for 10 minutes, then quit. And then yep. let it collect dust for a month. Correct. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's kind of... Uh, it's one of those things, kind of like the Kinect, where, like, okay, technically this is a really cool thing or whatever, but, like... You just missed the boat on this one. Yeah, you know marketability, I mean? just not there. I, I the people s- that love it, love it. Right. I would say the technology is just not there. I, I don't think, like, this is paving the way for something better, yeah. is what it feels like to me. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the technology is there. It's just there's, there you don't have the killer app for it yet still. Yeah, and convenience well, is the, a big thing. I mean, by the technology is not there, I mean, we expect a certain quality of game. The standard, okay. you know, the big gamer expects, you know... You know something like uh, like Skyrim. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. They expect something big like that, and you just you can't do it on on these VR. Like yeah. not without throwing up and dying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, also like look at the Oculus Quest. Look at the the all inclusive, oh, yeah. cables free. Like they nailed it from a hardware standpoint. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's then games come through, and the the games aren't marketed. Um, yeah. Those games are marketed. I feel like they're restricted the, too, though. The yeah, like, the just the way that the games are made feel very restricted. Like we saw in this Iron Man VR demo, um, Pepper Potts hanging from the bottom of a uh, 
like some sort of airplane, and she was yeah. hanging on to like the landing gear. And even when Iron Man like grabbed her to like save her, it was like a very weird transitional. Like animation. his hands clipped through her body. And yeah, then it, she and looked she, like, like she was made of plastic. Yeah, there was no sort of weight to her. It's like she just floated over to him. Yeah, which know, is what full we'll... arm extended. So what you're saying is we need motion controllers that gain weight as you do things. Ooh. Okay. I'd be gaining weight something. while I play VR. <laughs> that's something. But, no, no, I'm just saying there's, like, even the visual motion on the screen. It just, yeah. It didn't, you know, did not look natural or right. Which is what we strive for as, like, a basic standard in video games. You want everything to look as, you know, real as possible if you are, you know, going for that. If you're not, it's a completely other thing. I feel like the, I feel like the, the excuse that's going to come there, um, which is how I would end up justifying it or trying to justify it, is that it, it's really supposed to be more about the journey, especially on a game like this. So, like, it, mm. you're, you're playing this because you want to fly around and shoot stuff and, and do all the crazy Iron Man stuff. You don't care if you're going to save somebody really quick at the end. It's like in a Mario level, running from point A to point B and jumping on all the enemies, getting your one-ups, getting your power-ups. You don't care that you have to jump on the flag at the end of the level. Yeah. You care about everything that happens in between. That's true. Yeah, I did. I can definitely but see it, that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like... Does it, it, does it feel mildly a, uh, insulting to have like that much of a budget cut that almost when it comes to the, the end of the level? A little bit. I definitely understand that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the hard part about VR is uh, a lot of it is the experience and, like, feeling it. And it's really hard to market that unless you've tried yeah. it yourself. Because if you've never tried it and you're just looking at this Iron Man game, it looks like a cheapy game. That, like, yeah. some tech... Yeah, I mean, that is definitely out. a big thing. That um, A lot of people that try out VR for the first time are, like, absolutely amazed like, at it. what they're looking yeah. at. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is, like, revolutionary. And then people that haven't played it, obviously, are like... Huh, that looks like it sucks. A yeah. friend of mine worked yeah. for Sony for a while just yeah. doing, like, he was one of the outsourced crews that did this, the VR demos. Um, yeah. And he was going out to different locations and setting up huge demo days for people to go through and have lines of people just jump in and play different VR demos from, like, the from the VR worlds and stuff. Mm. And it was really cool, like, seeing everybody's first reaction to playing a VR game was just awesome. Um but then seeing some people have really bad reactions to it, and I got lucky that I had a chance to play it multiple times because it's in my store a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it is that. It, it's that. That's what it is. It, it, you have to try it. Yeah. Um, there's no way to show somebody and talk to somebody about VR. You just you have yeah. to play it, and that's it. Yeah, and that might be yep. that might be the the downside of having like a VR only kind of game because you have to play it in that. So I, I think the the what is it? Star Wars Squadron is going to be pretty interesting because. Um, you don't have to play it in VR, so a lot of people are just going right. to to play it, and then they have friends who are playing in VR, and like, oh, you you got to try it in VR, and then it might push them the oh, next yeah. step to get VR. Right. The other big thing too is pricing. Luckily, no no VR only games have been crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I I do think Skyrim was like the most expensive one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even then, that was still literally the entire experience of the special edition Skyrim with all DLC. But right. I mean, as by that point, VR. everybody's already played Skyrim. That's true. So yeah, at that, at that point, everyone already played it, so it was something familiar, and it didn't need to. It wasn't a risk. It didn't that have was to win you like yeah. Everybody wanted it. Like them dropping that at a full price was. They yeah. still got sales like crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But, <clears throat> All right, so let's move on to uh, some freebies. 
For sure. So, um, as we have talked about in the past, um, you know, Epic Games has been doing a good job, uh, just in general, of everything they make. But um, they've been doing a good job with kind of letting you know what's coming up soon. And um, obviously, when you log into the store right away, it's like, oh, hey, here's the free stuff. Like, check that out for sure. Um, Yeah, I love that whole, like, yeah, we know this is why you're here. Just grab it. Um, (laughs) It's like the front of the grocery store just waiting on it. As we said uh, last week... um, Air, A-E-R, uh, mm-hmm. Memories of Old, and Stranger Things 3, the game, are uh, both available now for free, starting on, I believe, July 2nd, uh, going for a week. We're going to have Conan Exiles and Hugh, Hugh, Hugh. That's exciting. Sure. Conan Exiles wasn't terrible. Kind of a sleeper, like, I, I'm sure there's like a, a small following of people that are still super into that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely fun to play for a little bit with the right group of people. Mm. Like, no question. Um, but I don't know. It couldn't. It couldn't hold me long enough to like want to keep playing. It has a lot of fun mechanics yeah. for sure. Um, so you know, there's definitely some fun to be had there. Um, I actually never played Hugh. It looked awesome. It looked adorable and fun. Um, yeah, it looks it's, like, like a. It's kind really of a, neat. Indie uh, platformer with some interesting mechanics, right? Color-based yeah. mechanics. Yeah, the color-based yeah. mechanics. That's it's cool. a really neat game. I, I was a PlayStation Plus game a, probably a year or two ago, yeah, that, and uh, yeah, I, I, I did it. sink a little bit of time into it. Okay. Um, you basically, it, it's a puzzle platformer, so you're changing the color of the entire world around you, um, oh, and when okay. you do that, um, things that aren't that color will appear. So you might Kind of like doing a almost a uh, transistor thing. Yeah, like you walk in a room and it's all blue, and then you might switch the color to green, and then realize that there's a blue door there that you didn't see mm-hmm. before. It just disappeared. Yeah. Okay. Dabu dee, dabu dee. It, it's super neat. It's re- it's really fun. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, worth yeah. it's it's worth kicking some time around. And if you want to just zone out and not feel pressured, it's it's really fun for that. Nice. For sure. All right, so let's jump into the news. Before that, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesing. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. Uh, some extra stuff that we're not even talking about here. You can chat with us on the daily as well uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. over on Twitter. So you know when we go live and, and do stuff just like this. So first up with the news, um, we did get a really terrible trailer for Biomutant. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like Bio not a good trailer. Still, it still exists. It still looks like it's gonna be a game. Oh yeah. I I do think that this game has its moments of charm. It looks like it can be fun for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really gonna come down to the gameplay mechanics. Like, how does this game feel to play? Mm-hmm. Um, it is right out of the gate. It's super weird. Yeah, I mean, Biomutant. It, it's. I think their main flaw in their marketing. Is basically that they've I, I, they've been really transparent on showing a bunch of stuff, and you know they they were showing gameplay like two or three years ago. I mean, yeah, they've been working on this for a long time. They've been they've been adding a lot of content over the years, um, but I think their main issue is that they still haven't directly done a good job of actually talking about what the game is, like what the moment to moment is. I'm, I'm um, getting it nervous. It seems like it's kind of like a action platformer, kind of like a style action game. Like we were saying, like it's like a more RPG focused, maybe uh, like Devil May Cry or something. Yeah, I think we kind of landed on Devil May mm. Cry and Ratchet and Clank. Mm. Right. Yeah. Like, am I playing Sly Cooper or Ratchet and Clank? Am I playing like 
Devil May Cry? Am I playing a more open world game like Horizon or or yeah. Days Gone? Um, and or is this now a Final Fantasy game? Like I it's don't hard to say. know what's happening, and I feel like with THQ Nordic, that's not an uncommon thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they either are giving you something that you've played before, like destroy all humans, or coming up with completely insane bullshit and giving you biomutant. Like, there's no in between with this company. Yeah, and their off the wall titles are 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 weird. Like, is this Kung Fu Panda now? Like, yes, I just yeah. I don't know. And this is and the Kung Fu Panda RPG. The original thing that we had seen with this, it was it looked really well grounded. Yeah. So this I think is, this is this definitely. Had some so THQ is definitely known for uh, th- sorry THQ Nordic as uh, Deep Silver you know they're definitely known for um, allowing a lot of bloat that was like a notorious thing about like Dead Island which was I think one of their earliest out the gate hits right that they were like um, the original Dead Island was supposed to be you know the game that came out Dead Island and uh, Dead Island Riptide and DLCs were supposed to be the original just single game. But mm-hmm. it took them so long to get it all put together that the company that made the game literally went and made another game. Yeah, it was like like <laughs> development hell to the point of yeah. like they're just like, well, we'll go develop something. I'll else. just go do this on my own. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it's crazy. So, um, I don't know. It's it's. I'm it's, I'm sure the game's gonna be cool for what it is. It's gonna be like a really weird, slightly more you know more RPG style, uh, Ratchet and Clank or whatever. Like. Yeah, but it, they're just doing a really bad job of marketing it. It looks like it has some like um, shadows of Middle Earth, like uh, shadows of Mordor, shadows of War, War style dynamics that are going on. You're like capturing outposts, and like you appear to have like rivals, but they still haven't clearly identified that. Yeah, yeah so it, I, I it really looks, don't know what's going on. This trailer like is a lot, and I f- I feel like to me this trailer is doing more harm than good. It's playing a lot of Jack of All Trades, um, where it shows me a lot of variety, but it doesn't show me any one thing that I really, really like about it. Right. Yeah, it's just a bunch of things stitched together. Um, it's like a weird... And, bro, what if this game was everything? Maybe. <laughs> and, that's, and having a lot of things stitched together is not a bad thing. Um, mm-hmm. That's literally what Rage 2 was. Um, yeah. A lot of people hated on Rage 2, but... I really liked it, even though it was really just Mad Max meets Far Cry and yeah. and Doom. But I I loved it because it did certain things really really well, and like mm-hmm. its weapons and the guns and stuff were just super ridiculous, over the top, and that drew me into it. Um, so yeah. far, it feels like they're trying to show you a lot of potential here, and I, I don't know who they're going to hook with it because I'm nervous. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, it has like like I said, it has some charm to it. There, I mean, oh, yeah. it just feels like they're they got kind of caught up on like um, like tropes. You know what I mean? Like they got caught up on yeah. like, okay, what if we had this like hair physics? Yeah, and it's like that's like the main thing that they have, and that's like what they're showing off in like all these characters. I, what I would like to see is more of this world. Like, why they didn't say, hey, here's the gameplay trailer of, um, you know, like, eight minutes of Yeah, give me a mission. Of a mission. Yeah, yeah. Instead of showing off all these odd characters and these, like, jet puff enemies or stay puff enemies that you have to, like, kill. 
Um, yeah. I, I like everything that it's doing. I like the way the game looks. I like the idea of, you know, this kind of, like, oddball mutant creature. Um, the customization for everything I've seen so far mm-hmm. looks fun. Um, so show us the good things. Don't show us all yeah. of this, like, mashed together Variety. or whatever. Yeah. I, I know that's and, what the game is. It's yeah. a mashed together thing. But, you know, you gotta and, be... And maybe that's part of the, my problem with the trailer is this trailer is nine minutes long and it cuts like you it's cut together like you would have like a two minute trailer like a sizzle reel um Mm -hmm. when i when i saw it was like a gameplay a 10 minute gameplay trailer i thought they were going to do more of a deep dive into it and it was just like an elite like an elongated quick trailer like this could have been six minutes shorter and would have gotten the same message across i feel like it's it's kind of like when you go to the movies and you see a trailer for a movie that looks really cool and then a couple of weeks later on TV you see a different trailer for that same movie and then like the month before the movie comes out you finally get that third trailer this is like all three of those crammed into one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's all those really cool like this is going to happen this is something cool check out this guy look at this big monster and I feel like by the time I finally play this game I'm going to be really underwhelmed because I will have already seen all of it in just this video. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Where they like, could have just shown a small trailer and then, or a small, uh, like, little. They could, they could have showed us that really cool. Or a mission. And, yeah, they, they could have showed us a quick, like, three minute sizzle reel and then five minutes of real gameplay of actually talking to an NPC, starting up a mission, exploring hmm. an area. Maybe not even finishing the mission, just ending with a "Oh no, what's going to happen next?" But like no. run into the big monster and then cut there. Yeah, yeah. but instead yeah. they're showing us traversing underwater environments, gliding through the air on a paraglider, weapons <laughs> ranging from a giant half-melted toothbrush that somebody made in Giant Prison, apparently. Giant um, Prison, yeah. Well, regular to like, I think like a couple really cool guns, uh, and then you have like a giant cleaver, and then are you? cool you can be a fox but you can also be a weird little fat marmot um hell yeah like you're like I an need owl to just, kind of too I, yeah like i <laughs> give weird. me a give me like a quick two minute focus or minute focus on what you are and then your relation to the enemies that you're dealing with and then a quick mission but don't let me feel like I'm playing army men or playing with a bunch of toys like I did when I was like nine years old because that's kind of what it feels like. I have these random characters that nothing looks like it belongs together, but mm. that makes it all look like it belongs together. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. So I, I don't know. We'll see um, moving forward. Do we actually have a release date for this? Nope. I think it says just <laughs> coming, right? Well, at, the, at the end, <laughs> it says it says coming, and then it says when we feel like it. Was it. A, it was a threat more of anything. Yeah, yeah it was really a threat. That's... Feels that way. And doesn't this game have a really cool collector's edition available out there too? Like I remember yes. this had a neat collector's edition available for it really early on. And I, I do feel like the graphical appearance of what we're seeing now does not match up with what we saw back then when the initial reveal happened. Mm. Yeah, it looks. It does look very different. We'll see. How, uh, Will yeah, we'll that see. be a bad thing? Not necessarily. I am always willing to take a THQ gamble, especially THQ Nordic, oh, yeah. because uh, it, it's a roll of the dice. Um, yep. I just hope they don't roll a one this time. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I just need them to live long enough so I can get my uh, Kingdoms of Lomalore. Hell yeah, wrecked on yeah. it. 
we're getting there. But go check out that gameplay trailer um, if you are interested in that one. It's um, it's something. Yeah, it's something. All right. All right. Who's excited for Crystal Chronicles? Just me. Okay. Uh, I I am very hyped. It's Final Fantasy related, so of course I'm going to buy it. All right. Yeah. Let's go. So, um, Crystal Chronicles was definitely interesting. It's like um, for people that don't remember it, it's like. You have, like, a chalice that allows you to stay safe by mm -hmm. putting, like, fluid in it. Yeah, so um, Crystal Chronicles and, like, was, the world like... world is poisoned. Yeah, yeah it's a global it was a warming GameCube narrative. party RPG. Yeah. And, like, somebody always has to be, like, moving this, like, thing around that gives you a zone that you can play in. You have to carry uh, the chalice to be able to right. walk yeah. through the world. If, if you do it single player, uh, the, the, the big deal is the world was overtaken by a crazy miasma, like, dark fog. Um, uh, global warming. You ha yeah, kind of. You have a, basically a magic chalice that holds a, a little bit of something that keeps uh, that, that creates kind of a force field pushing it all away from you. Mm -hmm. And the goal is you're trying to essentially kind of purify the world and, and chase that away from everywhere. Right. Um, you can play it single player, but the main draw to it was it had up to four player co-op. So your right. GameCube had four neural ports, so you were really meant to play with everybody. Um, the pro way was to get the Game Boy Advance mm -hmm. attachment and snap that thing on because everyone got a different map. Uh, so when you were going through dungeons, you could, like, this person knows where all the, like, loot is. This person knows where all the enemies are. Um, yeah. yeah, it was it was really sick. cool, and it was it was definitely action based. It wasn't your yeah. typical RPG of any other way. It was it was very Legend of Zelda E two because you didn't have HP. You had like your your hearts and everything to worry about how many hits you could take to heal back and stuff. Yeah. Um, it was a lot different, um, but you your playable character you got to pick between your different races and, and different classes, um, just like you could in a lot of later games, but. The, the Crystal Chronicles games are their own universe separate from any of the other Final Fantasies. Like, that was really weird for it. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, it's a, very it's interesting a definitely game. a unique one. Yeah. yeah. I think this is... I think this could be a... I mean, this could be an amazing game if the Switch had a better... Um, Online. <laughs> Online. Correct. Um, yeah. I th I think it'll still be awesome um, because the the biggest reveal we had on this more recent trailer mm -hmm. is how they're going to be treating the multiplayer. Um, it's happened a couple times in the past where games have come out with a major multiplayer focus, and uh, you know not all your friends are willing to go out and take that risk and buy that game just because you really want to. Right. Right. They're they're kind of taking a page out of some other games that have done it, where you'll be able to buy this game, uh, and that's fine. You can play it by yourself, but if you have friends that you want to talk into playing it they'll be able to play like a light version of it. So even if they don't own the game, it looks like they'll be able to jump in and play with you since you own the game. Oh, that's, um, that's cool. Right. And it, that might be enough to win people over sometimes. Yeah. 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 So like, I, once I they've like played it, be like, they'll oh, play shit, that game a little bit. They'll realize I do like how this controls. Let me play it with some people huh. or let me play it alone for a little while. Is right. that online or is that only like, uh, I don't know, Wi-Fi local, local next to each other. Okay. Yeah. Do we know? Um, I wasn't sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah that I could be something cool to look into. Yeah. Whoever gets it, we could yeah, it's do like I a, mean, I'm, prob it, I'm probably going to get it because it's Final it's Fantasy. It's kind of similar I, I, to the old uh, DS feature they used to have. Um, yeah. Yeah, like the like the, the single cart multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. Share locally, yeah. basically. Yep. But um, one thing that was really cool about oh, this one is... 
Yeah, because it's going to have like mobile versions Wild. too, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, cross-play compatibility, so we're going to look at like smartphone versions too. So Android, iOS, Switch, and PS4, oh, and PS4. are going to be able to play together. Yeah. So we're going to see a lot of really cool stuff happen with it. Um, one thing that's neat though is um, I, I love playing with other people because you have to really use teamwork. You can't just all go into a boss fight or kill enemies on your own because you have um, you can link up your attacks. So let's say if two of you want to cast fire spells on the same enemy, if you overlap your little target spell rings, it'll level that spell up. It'll combine them into one stronger spell. Right. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's weird little little things like that that were part of it, little nuances that made every playthrough on it so crazy. Um, but it's it's going to be neat. And doing the cross-play mixed with like the the light versions for people to be able to play together, I think is going to be really cool too. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to be really awesome. Yeah, yeah. We could probably get like a, all, like all four of us playing this and uh, we could just do it over on your channel, Johnny. Yeah, we could just do like a, a live play, uh, have all of us together on it for a, a day or so and just play it all together, get some, some immediate reactions on what we all think of it. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be super fun. Um, and I, I mean, like I said before, if it's got the Final Fantasy name on it, I'm probably going to at least install it and play it for a while. Oh yeah, so it looks like it will be online. the The free version is like a demo version. Like it'll be yeah, a separate demo you version. just download. Cool. Yeah, the light version is really smart. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, hey, come in and play this, and then if you like it, you know. Yeah, yeah. the first taste is free. Got it. Right. Yep. Get your, the first get your taste, free. and then give us more money. Cool. Nice. Um. Up next, uh, we actually saw The Last of Us Part Two becoming what they said this became the fastest selling, um, uh, fastest selling first party first party title PS4 exclusive. Was it to live stipulations? A, was, yeah, no, I, and I don't even think it was just in general. I think it was in like the UK or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was something really big, but. Uh, or really, like, long and drawn out. But uh, the punchline is Last of Us Part Two did sell um, more than 4 million copies. Uh, I think it was 3 million copies in the first three days. Yeah. I think is what that was. Um, so, you know, that was quite a big number. And for some reason, we just chucked it in here. Like, hey, yeah, let's talk about that. That's doing pretty... I mean, it's, it's interesting because, <laughs> like, it had, like, a high-profile, like spoiler leak yeah. that happened ahead of time i know it had suffered through some review score bombing um which companies are just now starting to get a handle on how to deal with that um i, so. I also recently saw a petition for them to change the end of the game i mean people like, are, being are they, yeah, gonna mass, are they trying to mass effect 3 this what are we doing right now which it didn't work for Jesus. mass effect well i sorry for three it did well it did for three it, it did work for three so maybe never was mind. Sad. i was thinking andromeda yeah, uh, but, so um, weird. They fixed Mass Effect Andromeda. They turned it into Anthem. Mm. Oh yeah, they that's did. true. And then they broke Anthem. So <laughs> then they fixed Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I would give that's Anthem funny. another go if they were like, "Hey, we're gonna." When they do that rebuild, I'm yeah. definitely interested in checking it's, it out. Exactly. I love the gameplay. I mean, I so I yeah. the crap out of Anthem at launch. It's good at what's it's good at. It's just horrible at everything else. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we had a few. Um, events that went down we had um the cyberpunk's night city wire and then the marvel avengers war table um mm. so those will be the last two that we're capping off the show with um looking at cyberpunk's night city wire um 
it showed off, you know, some new trailers, showed off, some, you know, showed off a new trailer, showed off, um, you know, some gameplay. Uh, as well, they had sent out uh, this very exclusive code that we were shunned from. Um, yep. That allowed people to, uh, you know, jump in for four hours, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they, you know, I think they allowed, you know, those people got to pick, uh, you know, whatever class that they wanted. And um, I think it was between three classes, right? There was the, like, the street three, kid, the, three, the corpo. Like, starting and, areas, yeah. Yeah. And then the Badlands, bro. That, the, what do you call it? Like, the Nomad. Yep. Um, and throughout this, they talked about all of this, you know, all of this stuff with this is what the game is, you know, here, like, here's the trailer, here's some extra stuff that we're doing and announcing, and then here are, you know, our thought. you know, here are a bunch of people who played these different playthroughs, you know, here's the Nomad playthrough, here's the, and, you know, it was all three of those. I skipped all of those. <laughs> I did not see any of the... I didn't really... I think I saw a little bit of the Badland... Or the Nomad. Um, very mm-hmm. beginning. He was like in a garage or something. Um, like you do. And uh, I, I was like, I kind of don't want to see that. I, I Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I, I I think I want to preserve that... We've seen a lot. Knowledge. Yeah, yeah, that's... That's a problem I have with a lot of games where I just... I'm at the point now where when it comes to Cyberpunk, I don't want to see more gameplay. I don't want to see anything else about the game until I have the game. Yeah. Because I, I want to enjoy it. I did and want to see one thing, and that was what I was there for. Um, did they show the... Gen- did you get to Did you get to see... Let uh, me see the, the deck. Shit, I yeah, wanted to you, see two things. <laughs> you get I two? Mean, three, depending on what you're... You could have three dicks in this yeah, game. That's what, that's I, what I, want. I want. Is that two what you're telling me? Mine. Um, like the Triforce of dicks. But what I really wanted to see is I knew that we were working with an open environment. I wanted to know how open. Yeah. Um, that was the main reason I was there. Um, and then you had to bring up the hog customization. And I'm like, all right. Mm. All right, here we are. Um, but as soon as I saw that we were looking at this open environment, uh, I think we saw a guy driving through the Badlands in a different vehicle. Mm. I was like, okay. That's what I nice. wanted to see. Yeah. Um, everything else during the trailer was uh, that was sizzle reel, you know. That it was fast. It was um, you know Furious. just showing off all of this. In some cases, yes, um, just showing off all this like madness that it is basically going to ensue. Um, and all of that looked uh, like. Like, I should have had that back in May. Uh, that's yep. what it looked like to me. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of stuff still reminds me, and I didn't think about it until recently, but um, a lot of the good things that Deus Ex did. Um, I mean, yeah. being another very, very big cyberpunk-type game, um, Deus Ex did a lot of the stuff early on, but didn't really have as much depth to it as we're going to get out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it... it I feel like if people want to get ready for um, cyberpunk and don't want to completely spoil themselves by climbing down that rabbit hole of how much content is out there around this universe, um, playing something like uh, like one of the Deus Ex games will be a, a, a good like a, a good appetizer 
to get ready for when this game's about to drop because it's not going to overwhelm you with tons of crazy story, huge open world, get lost in it gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it'll give you a, enough of a, a taste on on what it's going to be like to to be part human and part machine and how to approach these different scenarios. Like, do you want to go in and kill things? It's definitely more of an action game, but mm-hmm. Cyberpunk is just going to have so much to it that it's it, it might be a it looks like it might just be too much for some people. There are oh, yeah. so many things you can do in this game. It, it really uh, it gives me that feeling, um, especially just a second ago on the live stream that we were watching, where uh, you know V jumped in the car and he started driving and he started going uphill and you saw the city. Um, yep. It really reminds me of something like you know harking back to something like Skyrim, where you can go and get lost in this sector it's over just here. It's going to be so massive. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of these buildings, it, you know, you see them walking up to and you can go and There's going to be a lot of closed buildings, but there's going to be a lot of like hidden, uh, like alleyways and things that you you know that you can mm-hmm. you can see it as the character drives by. Like you can physically look and go, oh hey, what was down there? Um, yeah. So I, I can already see a lot of people, you know, going that route, uh, you know, getting lost and playing this for, um, you know, a really long time and doing and accomplishing absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's why I never finished Watch Dogs 2 is it was a, a, a fairly large world where you could do okay. a lot of stuff. And I just get yeah. distracted in those kinds of games. Yeah. I loved Watch Dogs. Yeah. Um, and it, it's definitely interesting too that like I'm looking at this and I'm looking at uh, Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines two mm-hmm. and I'm like these are two games where I'm just gonna go and like hang out in a club for six hours. <laughs> yeah, like give me this game while I'm still quarantined. Like let me right. just let me go hang out and just hop in voice chat and yeah. play some ridiculous music in the background and just like talk through Discord to some friends of mine that are playing the same game, even though, and I can just pretend that's them at the end of the bar, but we're social distancing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, they, uh, you know, of course had, um, the lead quest designer, uh, Pavel, 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 I think so. Pavel. I think that's yep. how his name's pronounced. Um, oh, man. they had him on the show, you know, just talking about different things and, you know, how it all breaks down. They also showed off a um, it, it, it's it's a mode that's almost like a playback mode, um, mm-hmm. where you can. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like you can. It's almost like you're a camera, but it has a lot of editing features where you can move the camera right. wherever you want, and you can see what's happening, and then you can uh, fast forward, rewind, pause. You can dissect things in the environment. Um, it's similar to like Observer, like a detective. Like the whole, yeah, yeah. You're the whole like, point of Observer, yeah. I think a lot of people were comparing it to like um, a Batman Arkham game, where you're breaking okay. down the environment, trying to yep, figure out what happened and you know why it went down that way. Um, yeah. And the cool thing that they showed off this uh, between these two um, between these two thugs, the one thug's like, "Okay, I'm gonna cut the security. You're gonna go in. You're gonna rob this guy. You're gonna get all the money and come back out, and then we're gonna." hit the brakes um the character goes through you can go in in first person or third person he goes up he robs the person gets everyone down on the floor robs the person behind the counter at this convenience store gets the money and as he's walking out he's shot in the back of the head 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, what was that? And as you like dissect things, you find out that the guy who cut the power who sent him in was the one who shot him in the back of the head because he wanted the yep. full take. So yeah, they make like they make really like snuff films basically, but you live it in VR. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can just so that'll be fun. Break things down to, do to like, hey, like, what's the like serial number on this gun? How who can we trace this back to? Who are these people? Right. right. Um, so um, that looked really cool. Yeah. Um, they also had an announcement that they are making. Uh, they're teaming up with the guys that did. Uh, is it Kill La Kill? Yeah, I think that's what you said. Um, yeah, Kill the Kill. That they're they're going to be making a, a a cyberpunk. What was it called? Edge Runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, anime series for Netflix. So at least one season. Yeah, uh, I think this. Um, as I mentioned, uh, you know, just previously, I, I believe through different social medias and things. Um, I think this was pretty much inevitable with how, mm-hmm. um, you know, how. Witcher did. I think they wanted to continue doing something with Netflix, whether it was this yeah. or you know a live action or whatever it was. I think the anime is pretty interesting. Um, sure, it's a ways out. It's not something that I'm focused on. I don't think this is yeah. like the point, but I think it is cool for people who might not be heavily into gaming. You know, maybe they're just into you know anime or. Um, yeah, like I mean, you know. I'm I'm super into the cross promotional stuff. I own all of the Dishonored, like novels. <laughs> uh, you know, I have like all the Witcher comics. Um, I, I've always been really into the cross media stuff, which mm-hmm. is um, usually very middling quality. I mean, I, I said it last week great. about the yeah. um, cyberpunk uh, comic that they're going to make about uh, Trauma Team. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I like to get. I, like I'm somebody that just gets really invested in game worlds and stuff, so that's you know an ideal way to do that. I, um, I I think that this this world is the most important piece of this puzzle. Whether the story, you know, whether you're looking at the story um, yeah. for what it is or not, it's the living and breathing environment that's interesting, and that's why I think something right. like Trauma Team can be interesting, mm-hmm. or something, uh, you know, like an anime uh, can yep. blend into it. You don't even need these characters anymore. You can completely exclude what's happening in the game, um, and you know it still go forward. Um, that's how you've built an environment that's worthwhile for sure. Yeah. So uh, you know we had that, and then uh, to cap it off, they showed off that gameplay that we mentioned that I did not see any of. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you guys have any thoughts on have any other thoughts on this that haven't already been said? feel like we've went over cyber cyberpunk pretty heavy yeah there's uh, i'm still super excited for the game um i'm really really pumped to sit down and take some time to play it um to the point where i don't want to see more gameplay stuff just like you i want to avoid that and go into it with a, a fresh taste at this point and just mm-hmm. sink as many hours as i can into it because aesthetically the game just screams that i have to be there and have to have it in my blood and in my eyes right now um I just am, I don't know, I'm on the nervous side of the fence because there is a lot coming down and I, I'm hoping that they're not super, I'm, I'm hoping they're not banking on everything um, blowing up as r- relatively the same way The Witcher 3 did because the first couple Witcher games weren't that great and then Witcher 3 yeah. was just so crazy that it, it, it shook the world and it blew every expectation they had out of the water um, 
I, I hope that they don't expect that same thing to happen here, and I'm partially afraid there might be, um, because they are putting a lot of stuff out there. Did we need to know that, a, that an anime was coming out for Cyberpunk two years ahead of time? They probably could have held off on letting yeah, us know not. that. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like they're trying to keep that momentum going um, in lieu of the delay for the game itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't want this game to suffer like Watch Dogs did. Um, we've already had enough delays over this game that it bummed people out. But if you remember when the first Watch Dogs was coming, the game got hyped up and then it got delayed. And then it got hyped up like crazy again, and then it got delayed again. And Well, initially it was, hey, we're going to make this game where there's like a robot girl with like blades. And then it was like, okay, we'll talk to you more in six years. Yeah. And it's like, why did that have to happen? Yeah, like, I, I, I don't like the idea of like that hype building and then a delay happening, and then they, marketability, they have to rebuild the hype to at least get you to that same level you were. And then they have to push you past that to get your interest a second time. It's like going fishing, and you're, that one great fish gets away. It gets harder to get that fish the next time around. And I, I'm afraid that I don't want that to happen, but I'm afraid of the possibility of it happening. Where if something else goes wrong at this point, I know we're all banking on. They said, yeah, we're getting this game in November now instead of September. It's only a couple months off. That's fine. Yeah. But if something goes wrong and this game gets delayed again. Yeah. I, I feel like they're going to burn some bridges because of the extra hype that's in there. Um, whereas I think uh, Ubisoft did it this time around better than ever when they had to delay out all of their games earlier this year. They haven't talked about them. Oh, yeah. They, they haven't they tried to rebuild hype for everything. Yeah, yeah they, they learned their lesson. Watch Dogs 1, that, Watch Dogs 1 could have made your PS4 or Xbox One literally spit out gold bricks and people still wouldn't have been happy because it just still didn't deliver on the the hype that they rebuilt for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just hoping that they don't build too much, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping they don't build their tower and and someone play Jenga with the wrong brick and the entire thing come toppling down. The chances of that happening are very slim because yeah. I do trust CD Projekt more than I trust most companies, right. but it's still a possibility and it makes me nervous. Well, it is interesting, too, to say, like, we were kind of talking about that way before we started recording or anything, um, with its, like, like you said, Witcher 1 was cool for what it was. It was something with a very small team. It was unique. That were using an, an archaic engine. Uh, you know, Witcher 2 was like, hey, what if we could make a game on the consoles, right? Like, right. you can kind of move around. It's like a it's like a weird, boxy version of Fable, Right. Right. And then it's like all of a sudden they're like, "Oops, greatest RPG ever made!" <laughs> like, yeah, they stumbled it, into that hard. Like that's and I mean, the, it, that's yeah, the biggest accident in the world that turned out right. positively, and it's amazing. And it's, it's absolutely not to say that they like didn't deserve it. Like that, it is an amazing game, right? It is one of the better RPGs ever made, easily. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's 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 in the top five, like no contention, right? Mm-hmm. And like. Um, for a lot of people, and I'm certainly on that list, it's like it, it's definitely considered for, like I said, best RPG ever made. But it's like its success was not entirely due to its quality. It, it was partially that it came out at the right time. It was partially that it was lucky. Um, it was partially, you know, certainly a big portion of it was how talented and they are, and how transparent they were, and the fact that they gave away so much of so much 
it's content for it for free and it's like this is just included in the base game we just needed another two months to finish it it was right? interesting because people were like i don't i don't think they were aware of how interested people were in their universe right i think that was a big thing and uh, it's kind of interesting surprising. too because again talking about a game where the world is so important in the witcher i talked to people who are witcher fans and they don't understand anything about the witcher world like somehow it was able to grow outside of its own market right yeah and i think that's something that that you can't count on i think that's just how the game plays you can go through that game and not understand what you're doing and Mm -hmm. where things are going you're just playing the game for the action right you can i definitely see a lot of people doing that so it's it is interesting like cyberpunk i think has a chance to be you know it's it is kind of a, a roll of the dice like it has a chance to be you know, they're, GTA six sized. It does, like, and just they're going all in. Popular. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going all. They're like tripling down on it, and I don't like it. It's kind of like when we were talking about uh, Last of Us two. Like, it's basically not possible for a triple A game of this quality to fail. Like, it can't fail. Right. Uh, it can't be bad, basically, but it could fall short. And like, if they're expecting to get best fantasy RPG ever made followed up by best sci-fi you know slash cyberpunk RPG ever made back to back that could be really dangerous especially mm-hmm. if they've put so much money on it they've, that they they've already sunk yeah, for it like, to go low their extended universe is already huge like they're already planning yeah. on taking this and, and putting their stamp and their name on it for like three go, or four years out yeah they're planning big time way out there and that was not what they did with The Witcher at all. Right. Um, and, uh, the Witcher, I mean, again, it extended that, out uh, because of demand. Um, right. I'm right. really nervous at them showing me a table like covered in a feast worth of food. When what if everybody only wants the one thing and then the other stuff just kind of spoils? Um, right. Or worse yet, what if the other things are really good too to a cut to just enough people? but not to everyone, so they end up axing them anyway, and yeah. due to cost, so... Possible. Well, it's the type of thing, too, that's like, well, you know who else was planning out for 5, 10, 15 years? Destiny 1. <sighs> mm-hmm. And Destiny 1 was at a huge quality level, made by a huge fan-favorite studio, and it shit the bed. So, like, Destiny 1 did well. It did well enough to warrant a Destiny 2, right? But it didn't... Uh, did it do... Witcher 3 well? Did it do Halo 3 well? No. Yeah, did it do... Like, it, you can't argue that it didn't do well, because it definitely did, but right. in relation to what its planned, like, wellness was, like, yeah. you know, if, if they're shooting for it to be a, a... If you have to put it as numbers, like, if the target's going to be a 7, and it hit, like, a 9 or a 10, like, that's kind of what The Witcher 3 did, but right. Destiny, like, they planned on it being a 10... And it hit like a, a seven or eight most of the time at at best, um, mm-hmm. because it had a lot of things where it fell short. But they had the money to keep pumping into it to make it better, to try to at least try to make it better uh, until they got the guts to say, "We don't want to do this anymore. We're going to go make our own game. We we need to get away from Activision." Right. Um, I don't know if anything similar would have happened on this. I don't I don't think anything similar like that would happen here. But that perspective idea is what I'm worried about. Um, well, there's something too that, like, consider that Disney on like the final two uh, Star Wars movies that came out. So this is Last Jedi and um, Rise, of uh, Rise of Skywalker. 
they're both considered commercial failures despite the fact that they both made over a billion dollars. Yeah. A billion dollars. So that's $700 million profit is considered a failure. Yeah. So it is it's exactly like you're saying. Like, if you're expecting to get a 9.5 and you get a 9.4, that's considered a massive failure. Like, people do not get their bonuses. Um, you know, like, they, they do not green light a second game. Yes. By missing something by, like, 2%. And that's you know, that's what worries me is that kind possible. of outcome. Yeah, we don't uh, know I, I what know, their expectation is on it. Like, if like, they have to make... So we just said, Last of Us 2, fastest-selling PlayStation 4 first-party exclusive um, with 4 million copies in, Brazil. in a week and a half in Brazil. On Tuesday. Like, if you... So they say, like, hey, we sold 4 million copies. The cheapest Friday. possible copy you can buy is, let's say, 60 bucks, right? So, like... They made 60 bucks 4 million times. That's pretty good. But if their expectation was we have to sell 5 million copies to break even, then they failed. Right. Like, you know, that clearly wasn't their expectation, but, you know, that it, it could have been. And certainly that's how Disney puts expectations on their shit now. Right. You know? Like, they considered $2 billion is what they wanted to make on each of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, and I, I've, I've said it multiple times previously with the Warner Brothers stuff going on with AT&T mm. trying to unload that that the gaming side of it. Yeah, That could have a huge impact. Um, whoever ends up picking it up, if someone does by then, if that changes hands after all, this could be like the first huge win or the first shortcoming of that deal. Imagine that Cyberpunk comes out and the name on the label is not Warner Brothers Interactive, but it's Activision. That like just that could be a game over. Imagine if it was EA. Yeah, like, like that EA's alone. Like, oh well, you didn't make seventeen billion dollars in profit, so we're gonna actually shut down your entire studio. Yeah, we're gonna gut your team. Uh, we're <laughs> gonna keep these ideas, and we're gonna do this instead. Um, I mean, that certainly happened again. Let's. So, who was a big beloved RPG developer that could do no wrong, and then they had a series of fuck ups. That was owned by EA. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen this exact story play out. Yeah. Oh, Bioware can't fail. They could never put out a game that people didn't like. They can just shit, put any old shit through and it would be fine. And now their studio is on the brink of death. <laughs> like, you know, that, that something like that could definitely happen, but it's unlikely. Um, like you said, I think we're all pretty pumped for it. I think the game is going to do really well. Like, I, just my, my bet would be that it's a success and CD Projekt cements itself as like the lead RPGers of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is that chance that it that something very bizarre happens. I can't believe they made him cross out all of his notes. I wonder <laughs> I, I I do wonder how that would have been I wonder how all of this would have went down had it not been such a an established world already. Yeah. Because, you know, if you look back at The Witcher, what did the dude who owned that set of writing what did he say he was like fuck you give me my money up front it's never going to go anywhere yeah and then that. and then he tried to take it back and then he tried to take it back whereas mike pondsmith and cyberpunk is just like yes we fucking love everything you guys are doing right now well it seems like they're in a partnership too because oh, yeah. again we kind of mentioned this like the netflix uh witcher deal is not with cd project it's with sapkowski mm-hmm. so like it seems like a lot of the extended universe um, cyberpunk stuff is in collaboration with both the original owner, uh, you know, Talsorian, our Talsorian games, yep. and also 
with CD Projekt attached. I feel which like is really interesting. The majority of it is really just being that uh, you know is really attached to um, like. Te like tell her so i feel like people are like i'm buying in the producers are like i am buying into this universe not necessarily right. buying into the studio and the game that is part of it but yeah. then another part is the you know like everything that's leading up to this game to get people interested in the core concept core concept is mm. cyberpunk whether it's the tabletop, or you, you want to go tabletop game, or physical game, video game, or you want to go comic book or anime, it's just it's selling the idea, and I, yeah. I I wonder how much of that is tied back to the studio, and even if for for us, I you know as people who talk about video games, I guess we branch into a lot of pop, pop culture as well. Yeah. It, I I it could affect the cyberpunk universe. If it failed, I don't think it would affect CD Projekt as much if it failed. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, we know that they're a two-project studio now, right? Right. So I feel like they would they would be like, okay, cool, time to move forward. Maybe Cyberpunk wasn't it for us. You know, worst right. case scenario. So what, what would they do? They would go back to probably The Witcher. We know The Witcher works. So, you know, maybe go back to The Witcher and then try their hands at something else later. I don't know. It, it it could be it could be bad, but I, I I am interested to see how much of that stock is, um, you know, resting on CD Projekt Red losing money rather than mm -hmm. people who are buying into Telarsorian or um, the universe itself. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely. It'll be very interesting to see how it goes down. Yeah. But again, yeah, I, I, I I'm gonna burn not, like 600 hours in this game. Yeah, I do not think that it's possible for it to yeah. go bad. Like, we've seen too much. I feel like at this point, and uh, yeah, it just every like said, th there's nothing bad that I've seen, like that I've that I've saw, and I was like, man, that doesn't look good. The only thing that I could say that I I'm worried about is maybe the gun mechanic, but that would be about it. Everything else looks like it, and that's just because we haven't felt it, right? Yeah, yeah. And like I said, my big worry isn't that it's it's not that it's whether or not it's going to be a good game. I I, right. I trust them to put out a good game. Sure. Um, just like Filter elaborated on more, I I think that my biggest worry is will they hit the mark that that's set for them? Yeah. Um, especially with all of the current stuff going on with the the, the Warner Brothers stuff. Um, that's that's gonna play a role in what their expectations are in the end, sales wise. Um, it always is, and coming from the retail side of it for as many years as I did, I hate that I can't look I can't look past that. But that's always gonna be a hurdle that's there. Um, but some of the greatest games of all time were just commercial failures at launch. Some of the best mm -hmm. movies of all times were commercial failures. Yeah. Um, it, it that would be back, more cyberpunk like, of it if it did fail. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say like look back <laughs> at some look back at some of those movies like look at Mad Max like some of the best movies that are Fight iconic Club. by today's standards. Look at The Thing. Um, Mad Max and The Thing were both commercial failures the years they came out. They did terrible in theaters. But those movies are some of the best things out there that if you you can't find a person in the world that you can't bring up Mad Max and they haven't they don't have an idea what you're talking about like right. they they know the wastelands um, 
it's just seeing whether or not that could knowing that that's a possibility of of something that could happen I'd, I'd feel terrible because I want it to succeed but I don't want them to set some outlandishly ridiculous like financial goal for them to have to hit because so many people have dumped their heart and soul into this that it will impact bonuses it will impact a lot um, the idea of user reviews and, and all these other reviews, those kinds of things also impact bonuses and it sucks. But I, I want to see the people on the team working on this because I've met some of these people and I've seen how passionate they are about doing it. I want that what's best for them. I just don't want the bar to be set too high that they can't hit it. Um, I, I want them all to, to win with this. I, I do think the way to you know, make sure that that happens is buy into the things that you like. The things that you are interested in. For me, it's pretty much everything. Like, I, I, I do like the idea of the anime. I love comic books. I love video games. Yeah. I love I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm buying insane. into all of that. So, you know, for the other people who are listening, if that idea hasn't seeped into your head yet, you do have to pay for things that you like for them to continue to happen. So, yeah, I mean, like you know. it's 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 part of a huge it's part of an ecosystem at this point. Like I I'm, I want the comics. I'll, I'll watch the anime when it finally comes out. I'm going to play the crap out of the game. I've been on their website for cyberpunk stuff to see if anything good is on there that I could buy because I want it. If they decide to release a vinyl record of the soundtrack, they've got me sold so many the, times. on. That. I bought the bomber jacket. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's a rad fucking jacket. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, capitalism. So speaking of capitalism, we're going to transition from something that has high expectations to something that has almost no expectations at all. Man, oh man, expectations. Can we set, do you, I hope you guys know are good at limbo let's because change. this bar is low. Let's It is low as hell. Yeah, let's downshift and change gears because our sales goals are 3 copies. <laughs> three copies would be considered a success. So, Marvel's The Avengers colon there's nothing after the comment. So, the Marvel what? Avengers um, war table, the very first war table that they decided to do is, you know, just talking about the Marvel Avengers game that is set for still September. Um, with no expectations, after watching this, I was actually a little surprised on how interested I was in it. Um, I, I don't know about any of you guys on, you know, thoughts on it, Um but it does feel like they're doing two different gears. And I'll buy into that. Uh, you know, they have their single player, and then it seems like they are uh, they have a multiplayer or a co-op um, style. Like, um, the thing that got me is, like, you're playing as um, Ms. Marvel. Right? So you're playing as her, or are you playing... Because... I think she's like the primary character. She's the yeah, main story, character. Storyline-wise, she is your main character. Yeah. yeah, and you're trying to... Uh, she's the young hero that is trying to, you know, link the rest of these heroes back up after Captain America's death, right? That's the point? Yeah. The world is From basically a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Not not really, but it, it's fallen apart without the heroes there, kind of. And the heroes are like, we're the reason the world's like this, so we just need to step back. And she's like, no, you guys need to band together because you're what makes the world right and strong. Mm. Um, I, I that That's what I got from it. I don't know. Does anyone have any other 
ideas on what this actually is, story-wise. And therein lies maybe the problem, that we don't really know exactly what the game is. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we've gone from something that I think has been over-marketed to something that's been under-marketed. Yeah. So, like, I still don't actually know what the purpose of this game is. Because originally... Yeah, I mean, to me, the only purpose has been, like... Play with a bunch of friends, go old school Ultimate Alliance style, but as an action game instead of a top down RPG. Um, yeah, that's kind of how it felt like it was marketed. Um, a lot this... more Anthemy Destiny yeah. style, like play with your friends in this living world. Yeah, because it, it seems almost like it's a. Um, I don't know. It, it kind of seems like it's. Hey, we have a. Um, you know, we have a license and we need to make another game to keep it up. It feels like one of those, um, like, Spider-Man movies, like the ones with Andrew Garfield. That was like, well, if we don't do something right now, we lose the license. So, can somebody shoot that again for us, mm-hmm. please? I don't know. I mean, they're... They put, they've got some big names on board for this one, they do. though. Like, some of the best voice actors in the industry are in this game. Which can be a very big positive for the game or a very big smudge on their name and as well looking at the people who have been working on it like i have a friend who's been working on this since 2016 since before we graduated from full sale and and he was still going to full sale he was trying to figure out how to graduate and then work at um square enix well crystal dynamics um and he has worked there this you know, from 2016 on. He's never worked on anything else. So uh, it really feels like... I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but I don't know if I agree as much just because it feels like they've been working on it for a long time. Because they have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a long, long time, but long enough to you know for a video game turnaround that we would usually Yeah, see. they've been talking about this for a long time, at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, what the game is is still a little foggy. Yeah, uh, when they originally uh, talked about it, wasn't it supposed to be like a Destiny-ish? You pick a character, go out with your friends in like an open world and level up? That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Um, but my question was like, how is that going to work when you know only one person can be the Hulk? You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. And which um, was everybody's question, and we still don't have an answer for that. Yeah, still don't have an answer for that. Um, but it really feels like, like I said, it looks like they're trying to deliver that um, uh, Tomb Raider style uh, single player, where it's a really well, you know, they're trying to focus on that single player and, uh, you know, tell that really good story with the character. That's what they want to draw you in. Um, and then the extra pieces, oh, you can do that with friends. And then there are these Warzone modes that are like, like it's like a um, I don't know if it's like a competitive thing, but um, you know I guess it kind of feels like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean you know pretty much everything that we've seen thus far, it, we've seen that it's not like an open world. Uh, that it's more of a like okay, let's select the mission and go on it, uh, which mm. kind of pulls me out That's of it a little bit. Like. Yeah, that, it pulls me out of it a little bit because with Destiny you can just land on the like EDZ and you can go explore. Yeah, you can go run around. Yeah. There's things happening there that you know are not uh, something a mission that you launched, and this feels very much like I'm launching this mission now. I have to go do this. 
And that's it. That's the only thing to do. Yeah. Um, might be wrong on that, but they did show off the way some of the like gear and things work, um, which was interesting. Which, with no expectation, really brought that um, like spark of oh, interesting. And it has like a like, you know, it's a standard like loot based thing, uh, you know, where you can get um, common and uncommon and you know like epic you know and like outfit yourself like it depends on how all that plays out but i was surprised to see that maybe i missed that from before and i i'm sorry this watching the 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 video that we're showing right now on the facebook is it's just i couldn't imagine being a reporter in a world like this and i never <laughs> really thought about it until now like Vice we go back to like old school. Can we go back to like Avengers universe or just getting annihilated? <laughs> no, they're they're so brave. Like I, I feel like to be a reporter, you in a world like this, you, that's like the bravest job you can take. <laughs> um, and growing up with stuff like Superman, where like yeah, he worked around the reporters because he was one big deal. Well, you got like a fifty percent chance to bang a superhero though if you're a reporter. Yeah, yeah, at that point, but like with this, like. <laughs> Who's going to be brave enough to go out there, especially when you don't know if the superheroes are even going to show up and things are blowing <laughs> up around point. you That's and a you're whole standing there and yeah. you're like, everything's blowing up around me. This is going to be great ratings. This is going to be amazing. And then just all of a sudden <laughs> Thor steps in front of you in like a t-shirt and jeans, hammer lands in his hand and he just like swings something out from in front of you. Um, the sheer like tremor from him hitting something should be enough to blow your glasses off of you um but i'm pretty sure that instead of having like extra cameras in the van they have extra pants because they need it yeah like that 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 is a whole really good comic series of like what happens when you know like when superheroes are around or not around yeah and like a tv series just recently did it and i didn't even watch it i can't remember what it even was um, it but it was the like insurance company. It, it, yeah. yeah, like that seems like a great idea. But I do want to see that as a comic book now. But like just any oh, other job, yeah, just all the that. normal day to day jobs of people dealing with this. But especially the reporters, like that's got to be such a terrifying role. Like, can I go to the puppy hospital instead today? I don't want to risk losing a leg. Yeah, let's cut to the squirrel riding the like <laughs> riding the water skis. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know if someone's going to show up to save me if something goes bad here. This could end very poorly. My eyesight's not too great from the last time I did this. Dude, the dude only had one eye in this video. He had an eye patch on. So, like, how do we know that wasn't from the last session he shot? It is almost... It's interesting that that the reporter's eye patch is almost more interesting than the game. Like, we want to know... Like, tell us the story. What happened there? Yeah. Yeah, like I need some backstory here. Like, how is he still brave enough to hope that if these superheroes are all retired and missing, that he would want to stand in front of something dangerous? I'd have trouble like I'd have trouble forgetting my seatbelt or even leaving my house if I knew all the superheroes were missing but all the bad stuff was still around. That guy has a Kirby sized hog, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> uh join our Discord for more. Uh, but yeah they talked about um you know they showed off a new trailer they talked about this co-op and war zones um which war zones to me kind of feel challenging um 
and the the co-op is what I believe to just kind of be a story, but with others. Um, I'm not sure what else they've you know they're adding to that if there is. Um, and then they also talked about uh, maybe the main villain. Uh, they showed off Modok. Modok, which was pretty cool. I like Modok. Mm. He's a big ass head and little <laughs> ass body. Damn. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's ridiculous. It, Mo Dick, am I right? It, it, no, there it is, folks. Huh? Ah, uh. Uh, but yeah, um, they have the full. You can go check out the full uh, Marvel's War Table, uh, and they've labeled it June, saying that there will be. Uh, I believe more. they're saying there will be more. I assume a July. Since Again, another another threat. Yeah, <laughs> there will be blood. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Hopefully, they, they I did get show into us exactly what we're doing. I want. I, uh, I yeah. want to like this game. Yeah, me too. Uh, like, like I want to like it a lot. It's like, but it's hard because I'm not a huge fan of any of these heroes, like massively. Like, yeah, yeah. Been so and look at all the other superhero games. Like, we just got done talking about an Iron Man game. Um, look at the last time a Thor game existed. Look at the last time any of these characters had their own game that wasn't the one good Incredible Hulk game. Mm. Right. Um, I, I am excited they showed off the alternate costumes and stuff. Yeah. That's going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the idea of playing as my specific yeah, character. I'm not interested in any of the regular costumes. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be using um, those alternate costumes from what I read really early on and from what I saw to introduce other characters in a way, but it's really just going to be reskins. Um, so they're they're playing that whole role. Like, hey, you get tired of playing Iron Man? Play as War Machine for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. You get tired of playing as the Incredible Hulk? Play as Solomon Grundy from DC because <laughs> it's just Hulk but in a suit. Like, it's it's, I don't know. There's a lot of potential there, but I am nervous in the aspect of they haven't shown us enough of anything to tie it all together. Um, they're showing us a bunch of pieces of fabric right now. I need to know how they're going to sew that into a quilt. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's what the moving forward, the, hopefully, the war tables are going to show off. And um, hopefully it doesn't spoil us on like going, no. I, watching that just solidified I don't mm. want to play this. Um, you know, but that's definitely a fear. That that could definitely happen. So there are very few games set to drop this holiday season, like this coming season. And as of right now, this is the biggest one um, of like a lot of companies. This is their Q3 title right now um, before they go into holiday sales. Um, Cyberpunk getting delayed out solidified that as part of the holiday crowd on when that's finally going to drop since it's November. But this is the last big like pre-holiday game. Um, unless some ghost drops happen. Yeah, I mean, what we have, speaking of ghosts of Tsushima, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's still there. Kind of quiet on that front, actually. Um, yeah. It's been oddly quiet. Um, yeah, I, I think it's marketing. Ghosts, I, I think they're learning that that's going to hit a specific crowd of people and trying to market outside of that crowd isn't going to have a big impact. Yeah, they haven't um, said much about that game, and I feel like it's because they don't want to bash on uh, Last of Us. They don't want to cut into any of those sales. Like, 
of saying, mm-hmm. like, they want people to forget about this game, so they go and buy Last of Us now, and then they get hit with it later. Oh, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima was coming out. Now I need to go buy that, too. Uh, not keeping mm-hmm. in mind, uh, like, maybe those people will buy both of them. Maybe they'll just buy Last of Us, and that'll be it. Um, so mm-hmm. it is kind of a dangerous situation for um, a new IP. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, hopefully, we'll see what this is. Keep those expectations low, boys and girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep them low, because it looks like the game will be a surprise. Um, hopefully, it'll be a, a positive surprise. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do what I can with it. I'll probably at least give it a shot if I have friends that want to play it. But it's... I, I need a driving single-player story to get me interested in something. Um, mm-hmm. The gameplay does look like it could be fun. I just need to make sure it's not that... I need more drive to it. Um, just like I, I want it to almost be like Destiny where I want to jump into it and play it with friends. But I also want to be able to play it by myself and still enjoy it without right. just doing the same thing over and over and over like I did in Destiny for way too long. For sure. All right. Interesting. Well, that, uh, anyone else have any uh, other uh, jokes to tell or uh, information to share? All right. Well, that's uh, it. Nothing as far as Avengers. Um, <laughs> looks like this went on a little bit longer than we had anticipated. Yeah. So it we're sorry, did. listeners. You got us caught up in a couple things we were really excited about. Yeah. yeah. And some we weren't. Yeah. And some that we really needed to burn. Yeah. 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 Sometimes yeah. you got that. I mean, if we don't do it, who else will? Aside from the entire internet. Uh, yeah. Somebody else on the internet. Uh, yeah. So, um, but we thank you for joining us for it. That's the important thing. Um, if you guys get the chance, as always, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. to hang out with us on the daily. Uh, and follow us over uh, on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. Hopefully, we'll be expanding out, maybe jumping into some other um, social medias and uh, even opening up our Discord to be able to do some cool stuff. We have some work on that happening currently. Um, yeah. So, and listeners, if you have any ideas or rec- or suggestions, maybe some things you'd like to see us touch base on or ask for some of our opinions on some stuff, uh, leave us some comments on Facebook. Get in there and let us know. Hit us up on Twitter and let us know what you think. Um, if, if you want to, to know a little bit more of the uh, how we really feel about some certain things that might not have made the, the cast, uh, reach out. That's what we're there for. Maybe it'll make the, the next episode a little interesting in a different way and Maybe we'll even spark some ideas for some new content. For sure. Yeah. But all right, guys. Thank you again for hanging out. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm. I'm Filtercord. I'm Goody. And I'm Johnny Riot. Have a good one. <laughs>